Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. This is episode number 43. Oh my goodness. Hello, everyone. It's awesome to be here with you for another awesome challenge. And I'll be totally honest, I am blown away how fun this one was to research. This topic was given to me by my awesome wife. And honestly, now that I think about it, I can see that maybe she was trying to tell me something, right? Like get your act together and declutter your head, your closet space, your life. (laughs) I love that gal. So anyways, it is declutter week. And here we go. As I thought about this topic, I was reminded about the time when I decided to write my two books, and I I know that this is going to be like one of those shameless plugs, but so be it. My two books that I wrote, one was Mind Over Gray Matter, and the other one is Know Thy Selfie. And so if you're looking for an awesome book for that, for yourself, then Mind Over Gray Matter is the one. If you're looking to gift something to a teenager or a young adult can start picking you up. They're gifting you a copy of Know Thy Selfie. It's a great and simple read. But either way, when I started that process, I would wake up at 5 a.m., I would open up a can of Mountain Dew, and I would go to work writing. And my writing process looked a little bit like this. Writing, writing, editing, 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 writing, writing, editing, 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 and then writing a little bit more and then editing and editing. And and, and honestly, some days it was nothing but editing. And it's always like this process of just always, always editing. And I think that that captures a little bit this process of what decluttering is and why we're engaging in it. Because in the end, of that challenging process of editing, I edited out all of the unnecessary fluff, all the things that were unnecessary, and I kept all the things that I loved the very most. So think of your life and the declutterization. I'm sure that that is a word. If it's not, it's a new one. Look it up. Think of declutterization as the deleting of all the things that are unnecessary and keeping only those things that bring you the most joy and are completely necessary. So I'm going to give you my top five, and I say five, but I might give you six that will help you declutter this week. And please, just hear me out. This is no guilt trip. This is not a statement about how messy you are. This is not some sort of shaming cleanup boot camp, or is it? (laughs) Whatever it is, let's get to it, shall we? And first off, I want you to think small. I want you to think that decluttering for you might just mean a wallet, a purse, a drawer, the top of a nightstand, or a couch, or a car, or a trunk, some larger items, right? Like a pantry, or a closet, or a sock drawer, or a desk, or a backyard, or a garage. I think you get the picture, right? The idea here is that even as I began to read that list, your mind began to quickly 
Pick some areas that you could already begin to declutter. Maybe it's the shoes in your closet. Whatever it is, like I've always told you, momentum matters in your life. So don't be afraid to start small. Find a little success and then go bigger or just go again. And just totally binge on decluttering, which will probably drive you and your children absolutely mad. But hey, we got to stay flexible, right? So without further ado, tip one. Ask yourself these three questions. Is it the best? Is it the favorite? Is it necessary? William Morris said, have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. So pick the things that are the best, the favorites, the necessary, and get rid of the rest. Whether you're going through your pan drawer or your wallet or your purse or your bathroom drawer, use these simple questions to help you choose through those things that you will keep and those that you will donate and some that are just simply trash. I'm actually recording this to you. I usually record it at my office, but I'm recording to you from my closet and as I'm looking at, I have like these, these little shelves full of shoes and I can see already, I can see three or four pairs that are not my best. They are not necessary and they are not my favorite. And I'm going to put them in a box as soon as I'm done recording this. So number two, ask yourself this question and you may have heard this one already. Does it spark joy? I actually really love this question. Marie Kondo, who I think has really become kind of this like, you know, the, the standard bearer for minimalists and declutter all over the world, has used this phrase as a tool to help others simplify their lives. Use it while you're going through your things and see what emotional reaction you get as you go through your belongings. Have fun with this one as you ask yourself the question, does this spark joy? Men go through your ties, go through your underwear drawer, whatever it is. <laughs> Does it spark joy? That's a tricky question. Well, have fun with it, like I said. Number three, and I loved this one. Give yourself permission to buy again. I really loved it. I think the fear of having to buy something again keeps me from donating or, tra or throwing away things but I really like the idea of just giving myself permission to buy it again, which also brings me to another one. This isn't an extra, but it's another question that I can ask myself at this time, which is, at this moment, would I buy this item right now? And if the answer is no, hey, maybe it's time for you to give it or to donate it so that someone can. Capiche? You know what I'm saying? All right, number four. And this is actually a little bit more of a mindset, right, than an actual question. But rather than approaching decluttering with the mindset of finding things that you're trying to get rid of, consider instead what you could part with, right? Whether it's books or clothes or, I don't know, crafting supplies, tools, shoes, ties, whatever. Part with that so that others can have it, right? And this, I think, takes some of the sting 
out of parting with items and the fresh tactic that could renew your efforts and lighten your own load. Number five, this is a really interesting one. Keep a donation box in a closet. Or when you're ready to go through, you know, a place where toys are or where other clothes are or where books are, keep a box there. And the simple trick is simple, but it's, man, it's like powerful. The idea is that every time you put something on and don't feel great about it or that you open up that closet and you don't like there, just toss it in the box. It's an in-the-moment painful way to declutter your wardrobe and some other areas. Okay, I know I told you five, but I I got one more. And this is another one that I thought was super cool. I think they called it the 90-90 rule, and it's a beaut. The minimalist 99 rule has you ask yourself if you've used the item in the last 90 days and if you'll use it in the 90 days to come. If the answer to both is no, time to ditch that thing, right? The actual time of 90 days is flexible, right? I mean, I'm thinking about like my Christmas tree, right? I mean, I store that thing for like 11 months out of the year, right? So I know but you can adjust it to whatever suits your lifestyle. But the framework, I think, can help you to kind of make some decisions. One last thought, and this is not another tip. It's just one of my random ramblings. But I've been coaching soccer for ages now, and I just love it. When I'm in the sidelines screaming at those poor boys that I'm coaching who are out there just doing the best they can. I constantly yell this phrase, and I'm certain it drives them crazy. But I say, boys, create space, create space. What I'm alluding to is me wanting the boys to move to where there is space instead of crowding around each other. When I'm playing soccer, man, it's all about playing beautiful soccer and not playing ugly, discombobulated soccer. So here's your goal and mine. Create space. By donating and letting go of things that are not beautiful, useful, and haven't been used in 90 days. And if they're the best, they're your favorites, and if they spark joy and you use them regularly, then keep those. And ensure that your life is surrounded by your favorite things, not by the clutter that gobbles up your time, your effort, and encourages your stress. So here you go. I hope these were kind of some fun ideas to help you look and think about decluttering in a new and more positive life. So for this week, I want you to pick one or two or three or 10. I don't really care what you do, but just pick a project that you want to do and go and experiment with these techniques. Three, two, one, break. And I'll see you tomorrow.